Hey everyone, welcome back to another podcast. It's Malaysia. And Wes. There we go. I mean, you just be on your toes, partner. Oh, bad. I'll see <laughs> We are filming this at night because that's the only time we get to do this, guys. But it's cool. We're trying to make it work. We're staying consistent. That is our goal for this podcast starting in the new mm. year. Sorry. Mm, yeah. I was trying to hold the young. We holding on. We holding on. Um, but yeah, we'll just see where this podcast goes. What we're talking about today, though, we will be talking about moving on. And that can be in a variety of things. Moving on in relationship, moving on in job, moving on in just your social life. So we'll definitely touch base with that. But first, Mr. Weston. Mm-hmm. I have to remember what I heard on the radio today, and I wanted to actually talk to you about it. Come on. I can't remember. Think back. I just heard it today, and I was like, oh, I got to ask Wes. Old people brain. On on the real, what they call sometimers. Ooh, Lord. I shouldn't say that. This sounds bad. Old people brain. Some older people, they do have short-term memory. Man, so do Dory. Dory? Oh, shut the front door, bruh. I was like, who is Dory? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, we've been, um, it was a good weekend, Martin Luther King uh, Day. Mm. We were off. Hoot, hoot. A lot of little things mm. happening. Uh-huh, we were definitely off. Controversy, not really controversy. Situations that happened in the city, yeah, with the party and the the chick and secrets, little pastime. Oh, twerking her draws, two of them. Somebody pulled their pants down and was dancing on the dance floor. Little girl sat your ass down somewhere. I mean, why though? Like, people blew it up. Why was it that real? If they decided to do that when they out having fun, I mean, obviously no, they had No, like, I don't want to, to see your draws. Yeah, like, that's cool, but why? my thing is, why did it become such a Because it's not normal now? for people to come into on the dance floor just dancing and pull their drawers down and be twerking. Pants. I mean, I'm sorry, pull their pants down and just twerk in the middle of the dance floor. Like, just twerk, twerk with whatever you have on. So you know, this it. isn't strip poker. Like leave that shit on, and you can twerk. You can split it. You can twerk on a handstand, on a headstand. But leave your dang on. Like stop. I get it. No. And this is why this podcast. This is why adulting sucks. Like I can't even go and be. They obviously had a little bit too much to drink. They was out having fun. They having a good time, and apparently, apparently they decided to let loose. Too much in my mind, but still, why is it that somebody had the audacity to pull up their phone, record it, and then post this on social media, and then it just whipped my they storm across it. the city? Like they needed it. But now it. those girls feel like they have to defend themselves. 
Rightfully so. What was the defense? Did, can you pull it up on your phone? No, nah, there ain't no defense, but what I'm saying, they just feel like I'm they sure they have themselves. to explain themselves. Absolutely. Themselves. I'm curious, too. What did you drink and what did your brain tell you to do? I'm curious But myself. what I'm saying is it doesn't matter. Like, that is what they chose to do when they went out. Why is that an issue Because for it everyone? wasn't like they were in solitary. They were in a public area where you have to come in with pants, shirt, and shoes on. Yes, and that was all on at the time. Oh That's, my! If I walk <laughs> in, so if you if you on a dance floor and you just decide to slob your girl down and you rubbing all on, like I didn't pay to see that either. I'm there, to, but that's them having a good time and they that's, get lost in the true. moment. I don't so want to see your private parts. I don't want to see. Your, I mean, you probably couldn't see. Well, they, I don't know if they had thongs on. I would, but that, and that's what I'm saying. I want to watch no, the video. That's no different than if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on it. But Ooh. if I'm not mistaken, that club has strippers too. Okay, here's my thing. Then they should go be strippers. At least get paid if you're gonna show your ass. I mean, they got paid a little bit. Oh, people, people threw, threw it? some money. Did out they? Just, oh, okay, cool. It's just like I told you, I ain't watched the video. I ain't trying to either. Just to the point, I just don't understand why it was that big of a. I just don't understand why they were thirsty. Did you was have it thirsty? Though? It, I mean, there's all people twerk all the time. You had to go above so the, the normal that, twerking just to get attention. Is that what it was? So the girls that do it on social media is that thirsty? Oh yes, and that's annoying. But that's what I'm saying. People applaud. Like, that. come on. No, I don't. No, I'm not saying you. No, I'm giving will. you my opinion about those girls because I feel about it across the board. What I just told you. But no, no, no. I get that. But you would have never seen that if someone didn't decide. To post oh, right, it and right, right, right. I wasn't make in that this club. a situation that was way bigger than it was. Absolutely. Like that's that's my thing. Right. I, just I mean, felt like well, not making not not that it out. wasn't a bigger situation. It just was broadcast to more people than those that were there. Yeah, it was still right. a big situation because that's just that's just not something we like. It's just it's not a normal thing. Like I'm going to go out to the club. Oh yeah, girls pull down their pants all the time here. Like no. I know that joint happens, right? But I know I know that joint happens in like in like Atlanta when I went and I went to go see uh, for spring break when I went down to see my family. That's when that happened. Like we went to the club. I joined them close to like five in the morning. I was dead. But they had a twerk contest. Okay, no, I'm I'm clearly prepared for thong and butterfly tattoos on the cheeks and showing that because you're on stage. Everyone's looking at you for this twerk contest. I'm prepared for that. Okay, I know that that's going to happen when I come to this club. I guess because no one, that's just not a thing in these clubs that you're going to pull down your pants and just start twerking in the middle. Like, it's not like there was a twerk contest. But there to was that no same, need to go that extra mile. Just do your normal twerking in your mini dress I feel and that. call it a day. I feel that. But to, and here's, here's my last I think you point, just and see I'll them leave cheeks. it alone. Them cheeks? Why? But what know. I'm saying, to, to, and this is my last point, and I'll leave it alone. The people that go into the clubs, you know, there's always those extra people dancing, right? The the guy that acts like he's humping the female or he's sexing the female, and he'll pick her up and he'll do all of that, and then yes. she'll fall down and yes. she'll start grinding yes. on him. What is the difference from them being overboard dancing and basically dry humping? That's what they're doing. these girls. Pulling down their pants and showing their butt and twerking. The difference is there's nothing left to the imagination anymore. How, yes, you can. Yes, you can see them doing the body movements, doing that. But now this girl's body, like, 
there's all right. That's no, no, the visual. No. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's there's just nothing the visual. left. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing left. You you already like when a girl when a girl is twerking, bump it. If I'm twerking or whatever, there's there's some imagination left to how you would look with your lingerie on doing it, butt naked doing it, how your body would look moving in that graceful way, if you want to call it graceful, whatever. There's something left to the imagination for that special person that you and them are going to see in solidarity. Whenever you do that on the dance floor, it's just like, okay, are you the paid stripper? Keep your clothes on. I'm just saying, twerk all you want. Do it, like I said, on a split, on a handstand. Drop it to the floor, make a thunderclap, whatever. But just do keep your clothes on because that extra stuff, I personally don't think is necessary. You left nothing left to the imagination. You probably made yourself look more easy than before. But I'm just saying, that's not the place where you want to take your clothes off because I don't know if it's a strip joint, but at least if someone's dry humping, it's not like they're naked. It's not like they're dry humping and the dude got on his boxes and she got on her lingerie and they're dry humping on the floor. Like that's that's extra. So there's no and you know difference. It. So there's no there difference. There is a difference because it's uh, you're, no 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 I'm no. That's not your, what I'm saying. I'm, there's no there's nothing to the imagination. So there's no difference than if a girl, like you said, if there was a twerk contest. That's what I mean. And they decided but to that's, twerk. But that's what I mean. There's a twerk you contest. You just got to check. No, no, no. Stop. You just got a chance to mentally prepare yourself for what was going to happen. This was just a surprise. At the end of the day, both of those girls in that situation did not leave anything for the imagination. No, they did not. Absolutely So that's what I'm saying. There's no difference. It was just an uproar because people decided to say, oh, they pulled their pants down on the dance floor. Like, who gives a shit at the end of the day? Like, if you didn't like it, turn around. You didn't have to look at that. There's a club with all these women. I mean, that's very true. You decided to look just, at them and give them that attention saying, that they wanted. They got it. Yeah, they got it. And they now got some you money decided for it to re- record it and make them feel as if it demeaned them, basically. No, they, and make they them feel like they weren't supposed to be If you're walking on the fun. middle of a dance floor pulling out your pants to twerk, no one's going to ever make you feel lower. Nothing. No but one. That's, no. What I'm saying is The girls are perfectly fine. What I'm saying is they were obviously seeking the attention. They got it because people exactly. If you're seeking it. attention and you do stuff like that, you got to be ready for both sides of the attention. I'm not. Say, I'm not saying that. They, I'm. I'm not saying that there was nothing. There's not nothing wrong with people twerking in their draws. There's nothing wrong. We see it all the time. Like I said, when I go down to Atlanta and I say I go to that club, there is a twerk competition. That's everywhere, though. Yeah, I mean that's the only ones I've been to is down there. That's what I'm saying. I ain't been to none up here. Um. So. That I was like, okay, this this is a a thing right now. This is a showcase of twerking. Cool, I that's what it is. And I can you know they stop the music, everyone does what they do, and they twerk up there and they grab everybody's attention, and boom, they're there. Cool. No, there's nothing different in the scenarios that women are twerking in their draws, but the difference in that was. Everyone's just dancing and then turn around and they see you in your drawers. You're like, whoa, whoa. I didn't know we were doing that. Like, really? Like, it's, like you said, it did catch you off guard. But at the same time, why did you need to do that? Why did you need to pull your pants down and start twerking? It wasn't like there was an extra thing 
like a contest or something like that, or you're at a strip joint, like you said, there was nothing that caused for you to be twerking in your drawers. You're not even at a beach. You ain't even at the damn pool to be twerking in drawers. So I'm just confused as to why you did it. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know what in their head was like. And that's that's a valid question. Let's that's try a valid it. point. But what I'm, my biggest thing, and I guess my only problem what is they the made simple it fact is that that even made it negative. Because in my mind, personally, do I think it's negative? Absolutely. But I'm saying is that the people went out of their way to to record this, but then blast them on social media and make it such a big story to where literally... 70% of the people I follow on social media was talking about it. Oh, I think I saw one post, but I just kept scrolling by. I saw way, something about secrets, and I just kept scrolling. I was like, like I, I don't know these people. I kept on seeing it in some way. Like, it was even talked about at work today. Oh, wow. Like, no, it was talked about like at work by our CEO and CPO. Like, they knew about it. That's what I'm saying. They knew about it because of it being that big of a situation. Wow. Like one of our workers went live last night to even talk about the situation and how people always demean others of, you know, our race, like in just in general. Like it's always we're so quick to ne- talk negative and talk people down. Well, because the black community has formed a stigma of what but, you but have is to that, do. That's not true. In order no, to not stop listen, it. listen, listen, listen. Go ahead, finish this, your this point. This is 100% true. We are so tough, quote unquote, my air quotes. On our own race, we're the first ones to say something. We're the first ones to be negative when something is outside of what we consider the status quo for black people. Let a black person, what? Something basic. You can't go out the house. Like, everybody in the world has body odor. As soon as a black person has it. Oh, no, you better get in there. Scrub your body right now. You ain't leaving my house smelling. Like, Relax. Me, every little kid is going to smell the white boy, the Indian boy, the Asian girl, the, the Puerto Rican dude, like, like relax, but let it, let it happen for a black person. Cause we so we're so hard on ourselves. Now every woman twerks. We got Molly Cyrus twerking with titty tassels on, on stage with a thong on, right? She makes millions of dollars on that. Black girl does it, they get demeaned because the black community were so hard on ourselves because we, our ancestors, said we will not live, we will not live in the stigma that the quote unquote white man has put us in. We're dirty, we're at the bottom of the barrel, we have nothing going for us, we have no class, we're ignorant. That is, you know, because that's what they believed. And that has now, that has come down generation to generation that. If even if I was twerking on stage with all my clothes on, it, why is she up there twerking? You're better than that. I'm dancing. What do you mean? If see, no, I feel you. And that's to what an I'm extent. saying. That's why I got blown up. That's why them girls got demeaned so fast. And I bet you it was by majority black people because we do that to one another instead of just letting people live. Like I said, I don't condone them just dropping it low their pants in the middle of a dance floor. Like, I don't think you needed to go to that extreme, but Hey, you did it. That's fine. I still slept that night. You know what you, when you sneeze, my heart don't stop. I don't care. I just didn't see what was the point. Like I said, in the beginning, I want to know what they drank and said, Ooh, let's try doing this. Let's see this. I want to know why they did it, but I really don't care. It was just be a, a curious thought. 
but they're getting demeaned by the black community so much because that's what we do. We, we say we are, we want to be equal. We want to be the same as, you know, all races across the board. Yet we make our race stick to this stupid old stigma of what you can't, you better not go a day without washing your butt. You better not, um, that's different. No, man. no, no. It's I don't think you understand how strict people are. You better get in this house. Your hair is not done. So Sally's hair ain't been done in three weeks. What the hell? So I don't know if that. So yes, I agree. So to black an people are harder on black people over a stupid stigma. I don't know to an extent. I think black people are hard on them because of the the parents itself is such so large in our community. First and foremost, like you already. We already feel that we're fighting a battle. That's what I'm so saying right thing, now. Right, that's what I'm saying. Last so the white man thought you do don't want to live up to that. Is is basically be behind the eight ball, if you will. You exactly, and that's that. stupid. That's but stupid. But that to me, that has nothing to really do with. I see where you're going with it, but it, to me, I'm not really sold on it being solely a race thing. I think that's just. At the end of the day, it's your your own culture. Well, scroll back down. I don't think it has top. anything to do with yes. race. I think a lot of it is culture. That's what I'm saying. The black, up. yes. But no, nah, because that's what I'm saying. There's not even nowadays. That, like you spoke of the past, I agree with that. But nowadays, just it's not just a black thing. Like there's more, there's more races that are that way now. Where appearance is that much more of a. Well, anyone that's that seen much, as the minority is like that. Not, no, not true. That's what I'm saying. Not, it's not that much okay. of a. It's it's culture now. It to where it's at the forefront. Appearance is always at the forefront. Not always, but more often than it has ever been, is at the forefront now. And mostly because of social media. Well, what is so but, important about their appearance that it's made it so big? Who are they that their appearance who? is now demeaning, getting demeaned by those? Like, and it's so important. These these girls are getting backlash. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, not, I wasn't gonna. I if I would have seen the video, I'd probably have been like, "Now nah, she knows she ain't have to do all that." That's what I'm saying. That's, That's it. My point. Is I wouldn't have made. That. I wouldn't have said she's trifling. She's ghetto. She's nasty. She ratchet. She's dirty. She's like I think she was thirsty for sure. I, we need to get attention. Let's drop our drawers because ain't nobody else. I mean, drop our pants because ain't nobody else doing that. Everybody twerking, but ain't nobody else twerking with their drawers showing. So let us do extra. I think that was a little thirsty. Not saying that she. I'm not demeaning her. I'm not trying to make her feel lower. But I don't know why you had to get that type of attention. That t- thirsty, just a little thirsty for attention. There's other ways to get it. But you went above me on, so I call it. That's it, thirsty. But I would. That's all I would have said had I seen the video. I still didn't see it. But you're telling me everybody else is demeaning them, putting them down, talking bad about them. I bet you, if you scroll through that timeline, ninety percent of them are probably the same culture. Yeah, and that's I bull, know they all. That's are. bull crap, though. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing. So I agree that they all we we talk down amongst ourselves like, more. And demean them more than anybody yes. else for yes. sure. But at the same, t- I don't know. Just to that same token, it was the end of the day. I feel like it was much. There was no need to talk down and then to basically demean them for having fun and enjoying their time. At the end of the day, it just yeah, was I don't what think, it was. I don't think they should have been uh, yeah, talked down to. Well, baby boo, you were a little thirsty. Low parts. I mean, they could have been, you know, they, they could have been out celebrating. They, they were celebrating a night. They had a, they, 
They could have had something oh, go, go well. They went out and celebrated, and they just had a little and too much to went drink. And then went downhill? And ended up that way. Like, it just ain't that big of a deal to me. That's fun. Uh, that's <clears> funny that that even... I don't, I don't hear much happening around us. But to hear that, wow. But yeah, so the topic of this podcast is moving on. So we're going to move on to that topic, if you will. It was something I, um, I thought about when we were um, talking in our previous podcast um, about our New Year's resolutions and goals and just moving on, whether it be relationship, uh, job-wise, social, you know, friendship-wise. I feel like it's people don't want to move on because they don't want to start something new because it's going to be Starting from square one, all over again. Hi, my name is, my favorite color is, we're sitting in another interview. Yes, I have a background in this, background in this, answering the same type of generic interview questions, or friends, leaving them behind, not knowing how to reorganize your life without them, not not speaking to them anymore, you know, and I feel like we need to learn that moving on is such a natural instinct. And we let fear, curiosity, or um, what's the word I'm looking for? When you're standing, standing still. Um, Mediocre, stagnant. I guess you could say stagnant, but uh, comfort, like I said, we we let that keep us where we're at. But I feel like people don't remember that everyone has to move forward. Everyone has to learn something every day. As long as you are breathing, you have to move forward. You can't stay there in your comfort zone in anything. Because then what are you here for if all you're going to do is stay there? We need people learning, being innovative, being artistic, being, you know, we need you to to keep moving in whatever you're good at to make it possibly better than what it is right now. In a sustainable, earthy way. That's the tree hugger in me. But yeah, what do you think? As far as what? Just moving on? Yeah, have you moved on? Or do you feel like you have some things that you're like, you know what? I need to move on. I need to move on. I can't keep staying here. I can't keep um, being dormant. I think that's the word I was looking for. Whether it be with friends, expanding your friendships, leaving some friendships behind. Because I feel like some of us get scared to leave stuff behind. But clearly it's not getting you any further. You know what I mean? As your views change, you should be moving in that direction. So I don't know if I ever had it with like friends or anything. And it don't have to be like close friends. I'm just saying, even the the company you keep. That's what I'm saying. I'm speaking to that. No, I don't think I've ever had to do that with anybody that I surrounded myself with. Oh, excuse me. I don't think I was ever in that situation where I had to worry about that. 
with like like I said with people specifically, it was more so me feeling that way. I felt that way about job. Okay. But that was it. Like, so, um, you know what? What's a great example of that 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 job, that income job, that income? But even no, PNC was a great example. No, like, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Not, all of the other ones was easy to leave. Like I knew we'll, I didn't we'll want to do say it. easy and and hard. So that's what I'm saying. It's uh, everything. There, there really isn't nothing. I can see where people get stuck in a confinement of, of, of like, day-to-day, if you will. Routine, yes. Like, um, yes. I'm cool with the way things are. I'm not happy. I'm just going to do it, though, because I'm used to it. And it's predictable. Like, I get it, because... But then it's fear. Like, there's always fear of what's next. So I understand why people would feel that way or think that yeah. way. But or how is this next going to change? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... How drastically will it change it? Will it still work with my current life schedule? Yeah. Part of that. Yeah, part of that, I think, as well. But it's just literally just the change. Like, you gotta... You're moving into a whole different routine. Like regardless, every the way that you used to wake up probably gonna be changed. The time you woke up probably gonna change. The stuff you wear is probably gonna change. The not all the time, but sometimes when you change jobs, right, like right. Dress code, business, business changes. casual, yeah. Um, you know where you park at, and, and <laughs> like all of this stuff is real though. Like this is all mental things that changes. Your day to day routine is now completely shifted. Oh my gosh, yes. To where now you gotta adapt to what the new day is going to bring you. And it's weird. Like, it's, it's, it's hard as well to adjust to that. I get it, but I'm just a firm really Like, so the toughest place is when you're leaving something and you, you've been there for X amount of years and it is routine. So you're afraid of what you have to do moving forward. And that's what I'm saying. By your day-to-day being impacted and changed, that's where you're at. So if I'm in a place, a work, a job for three years or more, whatever the case, and now I'm going to take on this new job with new hours and all of that stuff, it's like, all right, <laughs> I got to compare that to my day-to-day and see how it's going to come into play. But then, like you said, what's going to be the end result? Is it going to be a lateral move? Is it going to be worse? Am I going to regret yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you so overthink that. you start to play that. that stuff in your head, too, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I've just never been a person to, <coughs> excuse me, I can see why people do it. I think the biggest thing is relationships. Like, everything else, I feel like people have a. They bite the bullet. And yeah, get, like yeah, it's yeah, okay, yeah. I'll go ahead and take take a leap yeah. of faith. I'll change my job because I know this really isn't what I want. But when you're talking about the comfort of people, like, that's the biggest thing. Like having a significant other? Yeah, like you, you talking yeah. about this is the person that I come home to every day and I can't be with that person anymore. Like, even if I'm not happy, like yeah. you still in the back of your mind, like, dang, is it going to be different? Like, am I going to be, who am I going to live with? Am I going to be lonely? If I find another person, will they do this? The oh right my way? gosh, like, yes. So it's just the biggest thing to me is relationships over anything like jobs or 
But yeah, I just wanted to touch on jobs because, you know, some people might not. I wanted it to be a relatable topic because it's not just focused on one thing. Yeah, jobs is crazy. Like, even when I, so when I left my job, it was, like I said, it was easy for me to leave my last spot because of passion. Like, I just know when that time has run out. But to that same token, you're in a position where you want to leave. You know something is not for you anymore. But you, you, it's a difference, right? You don't want to leave because you feel like, what is for you hasn't come yet. Yes. So now I'm just, if I Waiting. leave, yeah. I'm just going to be miserable in another place, essentially. I'm going to move laterally. I'm going to get into this new position or a new um, spot in the organization. And I'm just going to be still unhappy because this isn't what I ultimately want. Right. So I think the biggest thing when you're talking about moving on with a job is the fact that is it like that's the biggest question is this something that is worth it at the end of the day is it something that's going to benefit me in the long run and it's hard like to really understand what is for you and what is not for you but when i realize like when you realize your passion and you know something isn't for you you identify what that passion is you're literally just waiting until that passion comes along or that opportunity comes your way. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I say it was easy for me because I was able to identify what it is that I wanted to do. And I knew I wasn't leaving until that came along. So to me, job is the easiest. But I say to people that are going through that, like, and, you know, you're in a workplace and you're not happy. You're not, every day is a struggle. Like, you don't even want to roll out of bed to go to work that day. Like, it's too short for that. Like I get it. Everybody has to do what you got to do. You got to grind. You got to get income. You got to take care of your everyday expenses and, you know, your living. I get it. But do I have to sacrifice my happiness for that? My life? No. Like, you only live one time. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, there ain't no mulligan with this. So, I realized it a little bit later than I would have liked. But still... It's better late than ever as well. So, man, bite yeah. that bullet. Like, if you're not happy and you know that, like, you can, you, you do have somewhat control, especially nowadays. You have somewhat control of what it is that you should be doing with your profession yeah. and your career. Go yeah. on ahead and take that. If you know you want something and you've identified what that passion is, like, man, go after it. What's the worst that can happen? Exactly. Like you fail. You, you fail, and then and you then can go back to where you was at. Or yeah, you fail, and then you teach <clears> yourself. <throat> you teach yourself from that failure, and you fix it, and now you succeed three times more than you thought you would have. Yeah, and people be worried about. So that's another thing too. Like people are worried about jobs. I myself am worried about jobs. Yeah. But to my point, like, so I'm a firm believer in never burning bridges, right? So wherever I'm at. Oh, yeah, two weeks. I'm just, and not even just two weeks, but, like, when I'm on a job, you work. You go to work every day, you work. Like, there ain't no way you should be showing up and not doing your job. So people are questioning your employment at the end of the day. So why I'm saying that is if there's something that identifies my passion, I can literally go to that employer and be like, hey, I'm, I, I'm putting in my notice. I'm done in this amount of time. I want to chase my passion. 
Yes. Cool. They're going to respect that. But also to that point, you, you've given it an attempt. So let's say that does fail and you hit rock bottom and it's like, man, I got to get income to sustain living now. Like my, I need a roof over my head. I need food to eat. Yes. I need transportation and like whatever the case. Now I can go back to where I just came from. For a little bit if you need to. Yeah. Yes. Like I can go back to that job. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand how, <clears throat> excuse me, people can go down long with, you know, fighting and well, biting the bullet of just being content day to day. Like, I, I can't do it. That's true. Like, if you are working every single day, you have the security to know that you're always going to have a job, regardless. Because when you're on that job, like, you know, you work your butt off. And that was my thing. Like, I know, don't get me wrong, job searching is hard. Oh, my Because I've been yes. there. But yes. when you searching for a job, when you've left dead-end jobs is different from where you're leaving the job that you've been with for X amount of time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I've been there for two-plus years, it's probably because I'm a decent worker, at least, or better. So if I step away, I feel like I can always get that job back. So that's what I'm saying. Just chase it. Yeah, don't be afraid to move on in your career. I, myself, in making sure... I'm not afraid to move on. Be and the Malaysia that did not have kids would have moved on without a second thought. But I'm moving on and I'm giving myself set goals each month so that I can move on as soon as possible and do something that I really enjoy doing. I enjoy the people that I like work with, and this is no surprise. I, I say this to everybody. That talks to me about it, and I say it to my boss. I enjoy the people I work with. I don't enjoy what I do because I went to school and got my master's to not do what I do. I don't want to do this basic. I want to do something further. So um, I'm either I got to find it and do it myself or I got to find another company that will let me do what I want to do in that company, you know, that has that position for me. I don't know, but I'm going to move on. And I was afraid because I have two kids and I'm like, I need to feed them. I need to make sure that they're, everything is secure because I can't go chasing my dreams. And then that's still the food from their mouth. Cause I'm not providing anymore, you know, because you know, when you're chasing your dream a lot, some, you don't always get that residual income or residual anything back you got to set that stuff up first and then go and chase that way you know you have the steady income so I know that's what I'm doing but I'm not going to be afraid to move on I felt like I was for a minute but I'm not I'm not afraid to move on and I know it's time you know I've I just hit my four years actually at my job on the 20th for isn't that crazy I started there when I was 25 um and and I told them whenever I was uh, actually being interviewed for that position, they said, um, do you see yourself staying here for a while? I said, I see myself here for the next two, three years for sure. I'm going to get my master's while I'm here and then I, I'm going to look to put that master's to use. And what's wrong with that? And that, that's exactly what I did. I got my master's. The I completed my master's in August of 2017. 
and I was two years and was eight months in. Yeah, double. You started in January, August 2017. So I, I did exactly what I said I was going to do. You know, but what us having a wedding, what was that, three months after, four months after I graduated, three months after I graduated and then getting having a baby, getting pregnant right away and having a baby, I knew where I needed to sit and stay. I knew when I needed to, to stay content at that point. And so after I had my child and I got my life back on track, and now I'm ready to move on again, you know? Don't be afraid to move on um, in the workplace. Sometimes it's needed for your sanity. If you don't move on, you're going to keep the same rotten attitude because mm-hmm. you don't want to be there. That's me. That is me. I have to check myself sometimes. Like, Malaysia, your attitude sucks. And these people are not making you stay here. So you need to bring it back down. You know, and I, and I talked to myself and, and fixed that. But I did realize me not moving on like I know I need to, is really affecting me in my in the social aspect of my job. So you could be like me, and it's going to turn sour. At the same time, I say move on. Know when it's time to move on. Don't move on because you had a a day of a spurt to do something different, to go out and take on a challenge. That spurt needs to be consistent. If it's not something consistent, you stay right there till you find something that's consistent before you move on. So I say that as well as a precaution. Because I can be like, oh, yes, I love ice skating. I want to be an ice skater. But that sounded good for one day. Yeah. Don't go and move on for something that sounded good for a moment. That, wasn't, that was a seasonal thing that you liked. Not a lifetime change. So make sure you you know the difference. You really evaluate yourself. You have to talk to yourself. You have to sit there, meditate, and, and really speak to your inner self. What do you want to do? And if you're not doing it, move on to go and do it. If it takes little baby steps to move on, if you're working at McDonald's and you know you want to be, I don't know, let's say you want to be a writer. But right now you're at McDonald's. Okay. Next thing you need to do is you need to move on. I don't care if you move on to a to a newsletter where you're just starting off doing journalism, okay? But you need to move on in steps sometimes if you're not on the right track to where you want to be, and that's okay. When it comes to relationships, like Wes was talking about, there was times in our relationship that I felt like I should have moved on. But I didn't because I didn't want to start over. I'm like, man, we didn't make other six years. And we were when we we broke it up for like ten months. I was like, it's time to move on. But when you move on, you do find yourself comparing everybody. And while I wasn't being abused mentally, physically, or nothing like that, um, I feel like our relationship just it fizzled out. We we took as much as we could out of each other. Um, and we weren't trying to rekindle it, we weren't trying to find a way to spark it back up. We were so content in our relationship that for a moment I was like, it's time to move on. Kid and all. You know, co-parenting was about to be the idea. But um, I found myself saying that as a momentary thing. 
that was something I was feeling in the moment because we had had a bad um, falling out, you know, when we were broken up. And that was just something that was temporary because I think it was just we needed our space for a minute. We needed to take a deep breath because we had been together since we both were, I think, 19 or something like that. You were 20, I was 19. And it's just like, I think we we needed a break to just take a deep breath. And I was ready to go. I was ready to feel that same spark again. And it wasn't nothing that we forced. It was something that had to come naturally back to us. That's probably why we were broken up for that full... It, we were officially broken up for 10 months, but it was a rocky, what, two years? We kept trying, and then we finally was like, we need to let this come back naturally. I don't know if we were broken up for 10 months. Though. We were. I count it. That's what girls do. Just let it go. <laughs> Trust me. That's what we do. Um... But yeah, if you're going to move on in a relationship, do it. Especially if it's an abusive one. Don't even sit here and listen anymore. Bye. Just tell them bye now and walk away. Um, but if it's one that's just up and down because you've been together like we have for a while. And, you, and maybe you're falling out of love. Make sure you're falling out of love. You're not just bored. So be careful when moving on in the relationships, to be honest. And that, I mean, that's, I don't want to stay on that too long because, you know, you can touch, this is a touchy situation for a lot of people. No, that ain't that's real. Don't search for that reason. Like, you always worried about moving on from a relationship and getting into the next one <clears throat> because yeah, you you're, you're, you're constantly, yeah, you don't want to start over and then you're constantly comparing to yes. what the last one was. No two people are going to be alike. So that's regardless. true. If that person doesn't do what the next, what the last person did, then duh, like. Baby, if I ever move on, the next person gotta be able to rub my feet. But he pulls it up <laughs> to the neck, like he's gonna feel in different ways, and that's just the way it is. Like either, yeah, you go and accept what it is, no, or you you realize that you <laughs> made a mistake. Yeah, because grass ain't always greener when you move it on. It's not, and you can just realize, all right, I made a mistake. Yeah. Let me see if it is possible to get that thing back. But, <clears throat> I mean, you don't know. Like, if it's meant to be, it'll come back for sure. Absolutely. Me too. But, I don't know. I, did, I, I feel that way. Like, I used to feel like we didn't have... I felt like the only thing that kept us together was my air. Exactly. Like, if it wasn't for, for my air, we probably would not have been together. We said that multiple times. It was times, easier. Huh? It would have been easier to walk away. Is Absolutely. We said that so many times. <clears throat> but then, easy, even that, like... I mean, I don't know how long, you know, only time would have told, but. Yeah. I don't know. It just is what it is. But, I mean, you can't be, you can't be caught up in the moment of, of the current time and your current situation. Because when you get caught up like that, you, you limit yourself of what is possibly out there. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're just accepting. Yeah. The fact of who you're with. Like, oh, I'm waking up every day and this is okay. Like, it's cool. We get okay. our days. It's okay. It's, but, oh, my gosh, yes. Like, it ain't really what I want at the end of the day. So, yeah. the thing that's just, that's real. Like, you got to have those conversations with not only yourself, but your, your quote-unquote partner. Like, yeah. if that's who you with and you feel that way, then let them know. I mean, I don't like to, never like to be strung along. Like, 
you don't like me, man. I need you to tell me. I'm not going to Right, I'm going to be wasting my time. Trying to pursue you, you making me look like an idiot. Like, the last thing I want to be is giving my time and giving my energy and shoot money. Like, (laughs) for something that ain't even going to work out or something Mm -hmm. that's not worth it just for you to go play me and be with the next person anyway. Like, I'm not with that. So... We, you just let me know that you ain't trying to rock, and then we can go from there. Like I can go find somebody else. Mm-hmm. But it's real. I mean, it's, it's that's that's the hardest thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, job is one thing, but when you talking about relationship yeah. and the comfort of some another human, that's a whole other level. And on to, and to add to that, people won't move on because they refuse to let the outside people be right. Like, you're so, like, if, mm. if it was a bad relationship, if they could see that the person was using them, say, for their money, or, you know, they got gold diggers, or if the person was using them for their things, oh, she got a car, see, I can go to her. They would rather stay in that relationship instead of move on to make sure that they prove all the outside family and friends, quote, unquote, wrong, or See, they really want to be with me. No, you're not moving on because you want to make it seem like you were right. It's okay to be wrong and to go and try again. And but they won't the humble I, themselves to do that. Yeah, those are the people I got the biggest problem with. Me like, too. You know it's not good. And you won't give <clears> every excuse you know to make good, it good. It's just annoying. Stick around. So, like to me, that's not even moving on. That's just you being being stupid at yeah. the end of the day. Like, yeah. You you chose to belittle yourself and be in a situation that you know is not to your standard. That's nothing to do Thank with me. You. Like the hardest thing to move on is when you know somebody is truly and genuinely a good person, and whether it's one mistake here or there, or you know, like you said, it the, it just fades over time. Whatever yeah. the case, like it fizzles out. <clears throat> that's the hardest thing to really move on from because you re- you acknowledge that. Listen, it's not this person. It's not it's not that he can't or she can't right, do something no provided, to fulfill right. that love it's and just that need. Spark. It's just one little thing. Like, yep. they messed up in this area, and I can't look back. Or, you know, that we fell out of love. So yes. how do we get that back? Um, you know, those are things that I, that's where I feel it's, it's hard to leave sometimes. And the comfort is what people get lost in. But, you know, that other situation is just you. <laughs> being stupid. Yes. Yes. So. But yeah. I think moving on is something we we don't have to touch really as teenagers because we got our parents to get us out of it. Like we have our parents to give us the pep shop. We got our parents to can say, you're not allowed to see him anymore. So that makes it easy, right? But when you're an adult, you have to make that decision for yourself. Um, it's um, It can cause a lot of anxiety. It can cause a lot of um, stress, anger, even because you, you don't have a clear understanding. And um, that's one thing about being an adult I wish I was more prepared for. Being able to move on. And not have, and you got to do it on your own. You don't have anyone to depend on, like parent that forces you to move on. No one can force you to move on as an adult. You have to do it. And if you don't do it, 
only you should be reaping the, what is the word? The punishment for that. And mm. you have to do that on your own. You're going to get the punishment on your own. You're going to move on on your own. You, all that is on your own as an adult. And it's, it's a lot to bear. Yeah. Um, there are people that will be support you because you want to move on. And there might be people that leave you because you're, you don't have the passion. You don't, they don't leave you, leave you, but they're just done trying to be there for that certain situation because you don't have that passion to move on. And, and that right there, adults will get that misconstrued with, they don't bang with me no more. They don't got my back. No, they're tired of holding you up and trying to push you to the next part where you want to go. And you just want to sit back and relax and be carried there. You know, so that being an adult and moving on is so challenging, but it brings out such a part of the, of you and who you are that you probably never knew you had, or you didn't know you had it to that magnitude. So moving on can be a definite power thing. And like I said, not moving on and strategizing the move first or making sure that it's a permanent move that you should make, not a seasonal one that's blinding you, is it's it's hard. But if you want to do it, you will do it. Yeah, yeah. Take that leap. Take and it. everything, whatever it makes you happy, leave it. Simple as that. Yeah. Nah, I can't say well, that. Well, as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else. No, I can't say that. Mentally, physically, emotionally. <clears throat> you know I mean, what I mean? I ain't saying if it don't hurt nobody. Because like, they can make somebody could. happy to be a killer. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's it, true. It could. But what I'm, I, I, took, I took it back because it ain't always true. Just because you ain't happy, it could be something that you need to check yourself on. Yes, too. Like, exactly. It ain't necessarily just that situation. Maybe you need to check yourself and realize what's most important to you. <clears throat> and what is it that you want? And if you can identify your wants and your your priorities, and if it's not that or this person, then all right, then you can walk away. But yeah, be real with yourself first. Too. Oh, yeah. You yeah, gotta be real. That sounds good. Yeah. Well, thanks guys for listening to this podcast. We hope we helped you, gave you a little bit of insight and a little bit of advice. Encouragement, if you will. And uh, yeah, be on the lookout. We'll do a podcast every week for you guys. So far, it's looking like we film it Tuesday night, late at night, and put it up on Wednesday. Mm. <laughs> and we'll be dog tired come hump day. So yeah. Thanks so much for listening in, guys. And we'll catch you in the next podcast. Peace. Peace. <laughs>